Hello everyone, I am Gian, the founding pastor for Victory Church and tonight here from Odessa, Texas, saying hello to each one of you. To my right, Brandon, good to see you brother. And Miss Penny, how are you Miss Penny? Fine, thank you. <laughs> good, Charlie, how are you feeling? Great. Excellent, Miss Tony? Yeah, I'm good. And Mr. Al Serrano? Pretty good. Pretty good. Did you eat good brother? I did. <laughs> good, good job, guys. Good job. Proud of you guys. You guys have grown into mature women. You're doing a good job. Uh, I'm proud of the skills that you guys have developed. Well, we're, we're proud that not this Tuesday, but the next Tuesday, that you're going to use your cooking skills because you've grown as a man and you'll prepare dinner. Well, we have today our lesson number 42. And uh, the reading comes from Genesis. It's still in this passage with Abraham and Isaac. So I'm going to ask my brother Al to please read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. After these things, God decided to test Abram's faith. God said to him, Abram, Abraham, and he said yes. Then God said, take your son to the land of Moriah and kill your son there as a sacrifice for me. This must be Isaac, your only son, the one you love. Use him as a burnt offering on uh, one of the mountains there. I will tell you which mountain. In the morning, Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. He took Isaac and two servants with him. He cut the wood for the sacrifice. Then they went to the place where God told them to go. After they uh, traveled <clears throat> three days, Abraham looked up, and in the distance he saw the place where they were going. Then he said to his servants, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go to that place and worship. Then we will come back to you later. Abraham took the wood for the sacrifice and put uh, it on his son's shoulder. Abraham took the special knife and fire. Then both he and his son went together to the place for worship. Isaac said to his father, Abraham, Father, Abraham answered, Yes, son. Isaac said, I see the wood and the fire, but where is the lamb we're going to burn as a sacrifice? Abraham answered, God himself is providing the lamb for the sacrifice, my son. So both Abraham and his son went together to that place. When they came to the place where God told them to go, Abraham built an altar. He carefully laid the wood on the altar. Then he tied up his son Isaac and laid him on the altar, atop, altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached for his knife to kill his son, but the angel of the Lord stopped him. The angel called from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. Abraham answered, Yes. The angel said, Don't kill your son or hurt him in any way. Now I can see that you do respect and obey God. I see that you are ready to kill your son, your only son, for me. Then Abraham noticed the ram whose horns were caught in the bush. So Abraham went and took the ram. He offered it instead of his son as a sacrifice to God. So Abraham gave that place a name. The Lord provides. Even today people say, Oh, the mountain of the Lord. He will give us what we need. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time. The angel said, you are ready to kill your only son for me. Since you did this for me, I make you this promise. I, the Lord, promise that I surely, uh, I will surely bless you and give you as many descendants as the stars in the sky. There will be as many people as sand on the seashore. And your people will live in the cities that they will take from their enemies. Every nation on earth will be blessed through your descendants. I will do this because you obeyed me. Then Abraham went back to his servants. They all traveled back to Beersheba, and Abraham stayed there. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. 
we have read this passage several times, right? Because we have been discussing so many views about this situation, this sacrifice of um, Abraham. And today, not just for us, but especially for our viewers and listeners, we want to provide the, the phone number 432-381-4489. That is the phone number that anyone that is watching, and if you have a question, you you may text us directly. Here, Brandon has the phone with that uh, uh, capability to receive any questions that you may have. So for our viewers on Roku or Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, uh, please feel free to take note of the, the phone number. Let me give it to you one more time. It's 432-381-4489. And this will be available starting today, any other Tuesday. So anyone who has a question about the Bible studies that we have, sometimes they send uh, text messages. Uh, I mean, messenger messages. <laughs> Is that Instant message. Instant message through messenger. Is that the way to say it? I am. I am. Good. That is one way that some people communicate with us or make comments on the posts. But starting today, we have this line available for you, 432-381-4489. Feel free to text your question or comment. Some of you might be interested in just uh, requesting a specific uh, studies, and we are open to... to discuss that and um, if anyone has uh, a comment feel free to do it we know that it's going to be respectful and nice and um, perhaps you want to suggest us, uh, something that we can do in our studies as well 432-381-4489 very well the supreme test for amen we have discussed many angles of this passage right Tonight, I would like to read one section from verse 8 through verse 9. It says, So both Abraham and his son went together to that place. When they came to the place where God told them to go, Abraham built an altar. He carefully laid the wood on the altar. Then he tied up his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. What a moment. So let's try to get there, okay, to that moment. We already know there are so many ideas in the minds of both of them. We discussed that before in previous lessons. <coughs> but uh, question here. How long would you say will take to anybody to prepare an altar to sacrifice a lamb, for example, any animal. How long will you say it will take to any any person to build an altar? What are your views? I don't know what it would entail to build an altar. Well, basically it's like a, a fire pit. <laughs> you know, you put wood and you're going to burn, burn that, oh, that sacrifice. 30 minutes? Maybe 10. In 10 minutes? Alright, you say 30. Maybe. But there is no wrong answer. We, we know that, right? There is no wrong answer. It's just an estimation. What would you say, Charlotte? Mm. Probably about 35 minutes. 35 minutes. 
would you say probably now 15 less than an hour, than like an hour. Price, that's right all right so watch to this part of the scripture it says that he carefully laid the wood on the altar he took his time uh-huh because he wanted God to change his mind exactly. he, did. he took his time he was just thinking yeah. oh gosh this is terrible yeah how how the lord is going to save my son out of this so he went carefully mm -hmm. putting all these pieces of wood now at that point listen the kid was standing there just watching <laughs> right so where's the sacrifice yeah. and he was still wondering remember he asked him before hey father where is the lamb for the sacrifice? And remember that that his answer. You remember? Yeah, God will provide. Exactly, the Lord will provide. He is providing. We talked about it the other day. It's a constant present, right? He is providing. So here is Isaac standing, and Abraham putting the wood carefully. You know, I don't know how, in the shape of a, a rectangle, uh, and after that building different levels who knows but he was doing this carefully taking his time and just thinking well lord how are you going to do this you know what guys there are occasions when the lord is going to ask us to present a sacrifice not our son i want you to understand that He's not going to ask you to kill your son. But he will ask you to present some sacrifices. Something. The Lord will talk to each one in a different way. So, going to the context, you know, Abraham was an old man, extremely wealthy. He had everything materially speaking. He had employees. He just gave orders. I want you to fix this for me, please. I want to eat this. I want you to get this. I want you to go there. He was just giving orders. Right? Old, rich guy, right? Give this to me. You are my employee. I have the money. Give, give it to me. But he didn't have a son. And that was the, the point, right? Mm -hmm. So his big desire was to have a descendant something that he really treasured so you understand now what is exactly what was happening it was a conversation between the lord and abraham in regards of are you willing to give me what you treasure the most in your life and trust me that i can give it to you back What what a what a dilemma, what a what a scenario. So let's go quickly here and let's say if we could answer this question. What is the most precious possession that you own? <clears throat> Who wants to go first? The most precious possession that you own. Possession, okay? Not people. The most precious possession that you own. Think about it. 
problem at home. <laughs> and I will answer the same, probably. Right? Now, imagine if the Lord says to you, I want you to give it to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Imagine the Lord asks ask you, give it to me, the most precious possession that you own. Lord, you really want me to give this to you? And the Lord says, give it to me. I gave it to you, right? That was the conversation between Abraham and, and the Lord. Abraham, what's the big deal? I gave you Isaac, so I want you to give it back to me. I gave him to you, so come on, give it back. So the Lord can say that to me, to Tony, to anyone. I gave you your home, so I want you to give it back. Do you trust me enough? Listen to this. This is the big question. Do you trust me enough that if you give it back to me, I will give it back to you? So the blessing that I promise you, you will keep it and it's going to continue in your life. That was the situation that he faced. So think of that. The next question that I have for you is, who is the most valuable person in your life? That was the real case here, right? Abraham, I want you to give me Isaac. I know he, he loved Sarah, but let's face it. We both were old, right? They lived long lives. He probably thought, but well, you know what? She's pretty old. She's going to die anyway. She got a good life, happy. But this kid is just a little kid. He has the right to live a long life. So he probably was the most valuable person in his life. So now I want you to think, if the Lord asks you, who is the most valuable person in your life? What your answer will be. And then he says to you, I want you to give him to me or give her to me. What would you say? Because that is the reality of this passage in the scripture, right? This is the reality. Now, get this, guys. Abraham is the father of faith according with the scriptures, right? So he is the originator of all this thing that we call faith. But what is the definition of faith? Faith is the certainty of the things that we cannot see. <clears throat> faith is that security of things that we cannot see. Somehow faith is like oxygen, right? Can you see oxygen? No. <laughs> but we know it exists, right? And we use it constantly. Breathing in and out, in and out. Faith works similarly. It is invisible, intangible, if you like, but exists. It's there. Abraham was the one originating faith, and by faith, he pleased the Lord. Which is, guys, probably one of the most important things that we need to reflect every day. How can we please the Lord? 
because the, the truth is constantly we are trying to please people, right, wherever we are. Right? And, and there is nothing wrong with trying to, to be nice to people. And we do that in our homes, we do that in our church, we do that wherever we are, right? We are in a, in a uh, context where there are people and somebody needs help, and we immediately go there, oh, let me help you with that box. You know, we guys, you know, very gentlemen, right? We go and, and help the ladies or somebody else, elderly. But we like to to please people somehow. It makes us feel good. But what what is the, the trick on this? The trick on this is that and I explained this last Sunday in the message, is that we can get confused. That suddenly our life can be going in the wrong direction, trying to please people all the time, and that is impossible. And you have to be fully aware of that. It's a very dangerous path. Wives trying to please the husband all the time. It's impossible to please the husband sometimes. Husband trying to please the wife. It is impossible to please the wife sometimes. Parents trying to please children. And vice versa. Children trying to please parents. And that is the, the situation that I am talking about. Because when, when you think about this, if you want to please somebody, that person must be the Lord. And that honestly should be one of our main goals every day. Lord, I am so grateful that I am alive. And, and I know you do this, but I think it's a, it's a good moment to, to give you the reminder. Whenever you wake up, whether it's in the middle of the night because you need to go to the bathroom or drink something, or it is in the morning, lead your thoughts towards the Lord. You have to do it. Your thoughts are not going to go directly to the Lord automatically. No. Your mind will go in different directions. But you can create this pattern to, whenever you wake up, think of the Lord immediately. Think of the Lord. Lord, are you here? Thank you, Lord. Thank you that I can drink well. Bless you. Guide me, Lord, to the bathroom. I don't see anything. It's so dark. I don't have my glasses. Take me there. Oh, Lord, thank you for being here in my home, in my apartment, in my bedroom, whatever, right? If you wake up in the middle of the night. But especially when you wake up in the morning, friends, how important is that as soon as you open your eyes or you are aware that you are up, whether it is because it happened or the alarm woke you up, <laughs> in that moment, the first thing that you should do as a believer is to direct your thoughts towards the Lord immediately. And you give thanks to Him. And you say, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this day. Now, let's see what mothers do, <laughs> especially if there is a baby. When the mother wakes up, 
the first thing that she does is run to check if the baby's okay, if he needs something, if she, if she needs something. There are kids in the house. But it could happen towards anybody. Somebody is ill, and we want to check if that person is all right. You know, husband and wife, they try to see, you okay, good morning, you need something, whatever. But what I am saying to you is, the first thing that you should do, that we all believers should do when we wake up, is to direct our thoughts towards the Lord. And you have to do it, and you need to be intentional about it. Because if you don't do it, if you don't force your thoughts in that way, it's not going to happen automatically. It's not going to happen. You will go immediately wherever you go. Whether it's going to social media on your phone or to the TV and start whatever you watch on TV. Right? And why is that important? Because when we want to please the Lord, the thing that will please the Lord, get this please, is faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. In the kingdom of the Lord, guys, there is a currency. So we know the currency here in America, U.S. dollars. <clears throat> the currency in Mexico, pesos, right? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> that was good. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what a Bitcoin is, you need to research it. <laughs> but it's, it's a joke. Pesos. In Guatemala, quetzales. Right? And uh, what about Europe? Euros. Euros. Very well. In Japan? Uh, yeah. Yen. Yeah. Right. In England? Monedas. Pounds. <laughs> Pounds. Pounds. Pounds, etc. Right? Each country has its own currency, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. In the kingdom of the Lord, there is a currency as well. It's faith. Much like a Bitcoin. Because with faith, you do your transactions in the kingdom of the Lord. The Lord says, if you don't have faith, there is no way that you're going to please me. There is no way that anyone can please the Lord without faith. That's why you have to start your day thinking of Him, leading your thoughts towards Him, thinking, Lord, I want to please you today. And by having faith in the Lord and saying your prayers, going to the Scripture, reading something, what date is today? Tuesday. Date. Ninth, tenth. Ten. The 10th. Tenth. The 10th. Tenth. How many days are in the month of July? 31. Very well. How many chapters are in the book of Proverbs? 31. Very well. Very simple advice. Every day, read the chapter of the day in the book of Proverbs. Today is the 10th. What chapter we read? 10. And tomorrow, the 11th. And on and on. And what you're going to do next month? You start again. So a devotion by reading every day the chapter of the month will help you. You know, the book of Proverbs says that the wisdom that we get from the book of Proverbs will open our understanding 
to things and then we will make good decisions which is the reason why we get in so much trouble right when we do not make the right decision example financially speaking sometimes we get into debts because we did not have the wisdom <laughs> relationships we get into toxic relationships because we didn't have the wisdom to pick the right person right etc etc so wisdom is the key that's why simple example of the importance of you having your devotion every day you start leading your thoughts towards the Lord and then as soon as you get your tea coffee whatever take at least five to ten minutes go to the scripture read the scripture read the, the proverb of the day whatever or you, if you have a devotion book go ahead and read it reflect on the Lord put your life in the hands of the Lord listen people that are not believers they don't think of the Lord do we agree on that they don't think of the Lord they don't pray they don't give thanks to the Lord right because they don't know him <laughs> now you are a believer so if you and I'm not trying to be mean but but if you do not lead your thoughts towards the Lord in the morning if you don't say a prayer give the, giving thanks to the Lord in the morning if you are not willing to spend time with the Lord in the word what is the difference between you and someone that is a, not a believer you see we need to take action in in that direction and say Lord I want to please you I want to please you Abraham is the father of faith because he knew that by believing in the Lord things will happen to him whatever is what you need whatever is what you need believe in him he will give it to you anything it doesn't matter what is what you need you just go to him and say Lord you know I need this and I am asking you please provide it for me it doesn't matter what is what you need he will give it to you because the Lord is the Lord God Almighty there is nothing impossible for him nothing nothing impossible so we come back to the same idea of every single study is like I need you Lord and you can help me and you can help me my friend listener and viewer I want to tell you this whatever challenge you have the Lord can do something amazing in your life amazing in your life what is the requirement faith is exactly what Abraham showed he said okay father I am here I believe you can do something here even if I really kill this kid I know you can bring him back from death it didn't happen that way because the Lord will test us sometimes but he will never never humiliate us on purpose or destroy us or purpose uh, with purpose you know no that's not his his heart is not his character we all go through challenges in life sometimes our financial challenges sometimes our relationships 
sometimes it's our health. You know, being in in the midst of health problems is, is tough. How, how can we get those miracles from the Lord? Guys, the Lord is the Lord of miracles. How many miracles have you lived personally? <laughs> how many miracles have you seen in your life? I have seen many miracles and I still, I still see the miracles constantly and in my life. I love the Lord so much because He is my Lord, period. But I am highly, highly grateful because of the miracles that He has done in my life. I didn't deserve many things in my life, but He gave it to me. Gave them many, many blessings. At some point in my life, my, my actions were wrong. I, were, I was going in the wrong direction, and He had mercy and took me back to where I needed to go. And that is what we are talking tonight here. The faith from the good Lord will change your life. He is the source of faith. And you know how faith comes to you? By hearing the word of God. If you need faith every morning because you want to please the Lord, go to the scripture because faith comes by hearing the word of the Lord. Read your word, your Bible, the word of God. Read it out loud. Give them five to ten minutes every day, and you will see the big difference in your life. The last question that I have for you is this. What is the most important thing that any person treasures? The most important thing that anyone treasures? Their life. Their own life. Their own life. And that is what the Lord wants us to give Him our own life. Think about it. Think about it. What is the most important thing? Our own life. And the Lord says to you, Son, daughter, give me your life. You will see that if you give me your whole life, I will give it back to you and you will be highly blessed. Highly blessed. The thing is, when you hear that challenge from the Lord that He's asking you, give me your whole life, you think, I'm not sure about that because I want to do things for myself. I want to keep these things for me. And so many Christians never cross that line. It is like jumping to the unknown. They stay here. They say, no, I like church. I like the Bible. I like Jesus. I like the prayers. But I treasure my life, so let me keep my life for myself. And what the Lord is telling us is, no, no, no. Listen, if you give me your life, your whole life, you will see how many good things I can do for you. How many wonderful things I can do for you. But it's a matter of trusting in Him, like Abraham did. So he got the kid, he tied him up, and the kid was just there. Who knows if they argue? There is no record in the scripture that they argue or he yelled, screaming, Dad, Dad, what are you doing, crazy old man? There is no record of that. Who knows? Maybe Abraham just said, son, or maybe it was a revelation to Isaac and they didn't say anything. We don't know what happened there. 
But what we know is that Abraham tied him up there in that altar that he built himself. And he said, here I am giving you what I treasure the most in my life. He grabbed the knife. And when he was about to kill that kid, the angel said, stop. I see that you want to obey and please the Lord. Are you willing to give to the Lord the most valuable thing that you have, your own life? And you say, you know what, Lord? I'm willing. I want to give you my life, my whole life. I, I am not going to make compartments here. You know, I'm tired of compartmentalizing my life. I'm gonna, I want to give you my whole life to you. Here is my life. And the Lord says, thank you. And I give it to you back. And that is what He wants to do with us. Just to allow Him to handle our lives the way that He knows will bring the best for us. I challenge you to do that. I really challenge you guys. Give your life to the Lord. Your whole life totally and say, Okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you. Here is my whole life. Take it. It's yours. You will be amazed with the things that He can do for you. Thank you so much for coming to the Bible Study, guys. And uh, thank you to our viewers and listeners. Have a beautiful night. And uh, since, since we are today on Tuesday, we invite you also to watch our services on Sunday. And uh, from Victory Church, we wish you a beautiful night.